0: but it was supposed to be funny. It's an excuse we've all heard and probably used when we've been confronted by our past mistakes and gone immediately on the defensive. It's easier than taking accountability sometimes, and that's just amongst friends. But what happens when your past mistakes are documented on video, YouTube videos that you've put out there, that have accrued to form a brand in your name, made you ton of money, and put you in a position of power and influence in the lives of countless young people who digest your material. Some people are the moment. Shane Dawson was the moment. But then, the landscape changed beneath him and he just couldn't keep up. And he certainly couldn't claim that he was trying to be funny anymore. This is his story. Welcome to Canceled. I'm your host, Cam, and this is the show where we look back at some of the biggest and most bizarre attempts to cancel people, corporations, and even countries. You may think the subjects of our very rigorous and academic study deserve public disdain. You may think it's all a gross injustice, but it doesn't matter, because all of them were judged in the court of public opinion and ultimately canceled. So today's cancellation is an easy one to map. It's the tale of the influencer gone wrong, and it is one which coincides with the birth and evolution of YouTube as we know it. For years, there weren't many online creators who had more sway, or a bigger audience, than Shane Dawson. His potent blend of humor, shock jockism, and pop culture commentary captured the zeitgeist of the early 2010s. His popularity exploded as his platform did, and he rode the wave high, capitalizing on that heady desire for online content as the full capabilities of social media blew wide open. But of course, what goes up must come down. And for Shane Dawson, the higher he flew, the harder his career would implode. YouTuber, noun a person who uploads, produces, or appears in videos on the video-sharing website, YouTube. It's a relatively new occupation, and has quickly been usurped by its close cousins, Instagrammers and TikTokers. But in the same way pop divas live on in their audience's imaginations long past their stint at the top of the charts, the OGs of YouTube have a legacy to uphold. This could have been Shane Dawson, but it didn't quite work out as planned. That's the thing about content creation meets social media. It's a transient form in a permanent medium. It's designed to be fleeting, a quick hit, easily forgotten. Because there's so much content out there, it is sure to become buried. But even when it's forgotten, its digital imprint hangs around. We're always told, be careful what you put on the internet because it's there forever. And as cynical as that may sound, it's good advice especially in a world that insists on changing. So, here's what happened. It's 2020. Dawson and fellow YouTuber Come Cosmetics influencer Jeffree Star decide to collaborate. It's not uncommon for online influencers, that singular breed, to band together to create and capitalize on the power of their combined brands. Star is known for his work in makeup, and Dawson for his wide youth following and funny content. They get together and come up with a makeup venture called Controversy, nodding vigorously towards both seeming penchant for getting themselves embroiled in small time online scandal. The palette, produced by a high end brand called Morph, has all the makings of a juggernaut. A pre-launch in November 2019 is so highly coveted that the Morph and Beauty Bay websites crash because so many people are attempting to get their hands on it. By this point, Dawson has been at the forefront of several scandals, but he has weathered every storm. His follower count remains in the millions, and his videos accrue views at mind-boggling speeds. He's known at this point as something of a shock jock. He'll say anything to get a reaction, in a way that delights and disgusts people in equal measure. It's part of his brand. And he and Jeffree Star, similarly inclined towards hyperbole and roughshod attempts at comedy, are seeking to commodify it further. Except this time, their makeup palette gets pulled before it's even released. A controversy was brewing, but not the one they like. 2020 will become known in the annals of popular culture historiography as the Cultural Reset. The pandemic hit. We were, if we were lucky, stuck at home. It gave much of the planet an opportunity to reflect. Perhaps a bit too much. And then, a black man was brutally murdered in Minnesota and the world felt it. George Floyd's killing changed the whole cultural panorama. It became clear that, in addition to our politics and society, our culture had to change. The zeitgeist became, rightly, one of accountability and pushback. It was a time for radical candor. For too long it had been acceptable to punch down, to make the odd racist or sexist joke because it was pushing the envelope, it was edgy, it got a cheap, if uncomfortable, laugh. To appropriate an insult under the golden sheath of comedy was par for the course. But this horrific act, along with the recognition that countless others were occurring every day, gave way to a debate that forced everyone to retrospectively analyze our part in that culture of fear and intimidation. And it stretched from our homes to online. An international discussion was just getting started. And the old way of doing things just wouldn't hold up. Enter Shane Dawson. The sheer volume of his online output was prolific. As well as his signature YouTube channel, he regularly used other social platforms like Instagram and at one point had a podcast. Uploads dating back to 2008 were available for the purview of fans and the forensic watcher. And these days, everyone on the internet fancies themselves a detective. Suddenly previous, at the time minor, controversies that had embroiled the YouTuber came to the fore and Dawson, as a concept, began to be questioned. But hold up, we're not quite there yet. These things usually start a little slower. It's July 2020. Fans noticed that Dawson and Star's collaboration has been pulled from the website. It's no longer available to buy or to order. Then. Business Insider reports that another influencer, Cameron Lester, has cut ties with the pair. Lester says that he was manipulated by the pair, even used as the token black boy to enhance their image. But even these allegations don't make much of a dent at the time. After all, this is a man whose whole raison d'etre is pretty much making controversy and then avoiding the repercussions. Then, Target announces that they are ceasing sales of Dawson's books. Quote, We're committed to creating an experience in which all guests feel welcomed and respected, they say in a statement. We're in the process of removing these books from our assortment, end quote. This is when the postmortem begins. Answering the question as to why Shane Dawson was canceled is a tough one. The reason, I guess, is that he did do a lot to get canceled, so that when cancel culture or consequence culture or whatever you want to call it arrived, his career was a bonfire waiting for a match. The match was Willow Smith. It was a clip that had generated some disgust before, but when it recirculated in June 2020, perhaps because we were just paying a bit more attention, it seemed to hit harder. There was Shane Dawson, a grown man making highly inappropriate sexually suggestive gestures and sounds towards a poster of 11-year-old singer Willow. The backlash was immediate and personal. Willow's brother, rapper Jaden, tweeted, quote, Shane Dawson, I am disgusted by you. You sexualizing an 11-year-old girl who happens to be my sister is the furthest thing from funny and not okay in the slightest bit. End quote. Jada Pickensmith, Willow's mother, followed up with a less verbal but altogether more devastating tweet. Quote, To Shane Dawson, I'm done with the excuses. End quote. She wasn't the only one. As part of the onslaught of critical tweets directed at and around Dawson, many users began to recall other problematic instances in the past. Online, in his arena, they assembled a tapestry of his inappropriate and downright obscene behavior, which includes the multiple occasions on which he donned blackface under the guise of playing a character to get cheap laughs, his liberal use of the N-word, His employment of disgusting racial tropes that carried historical weight. And a particular excruciating video in which he joked about the death of Trayvon Martin. Trayvon was a defenseless black teenager who was shot by a neighborhood volunteer in 2012. The perpetrator later claimed self-defense and was acquitted. This was the level of his humor, and it seemed to get worse. As the storm shot across the internet, Particular attention was paid to a running theme of Dawson's, one that linked directly to the Willow Smith controversy. It was his seeming proclivity for sexualizing young children, and even animals. A video clip of Dawson and his then-girlfriend Lisa Schwartz joking about Dawson having intercourse with his 12-year-old female cousin in an effort to teach her about the birds and the bees surfaced, including one telling line where he compares pedophilia to having a foot fetish. And famously, a snippet from a 2015 podcast in which Dawson makes lewd references to having sex with his cat. It is at best, vulgar, and at worst, perverted. And beyond all that, it just wasn't funny. The internet wunderkind became almost overnight a hate figure. The shock jock seemed to be meeting his Waterloo. Throughout all of this, Dawson seemed to swerve between half-hearted apologies and ill-thought-out excuses to incorrigible defensiveness. As he squirmed, the internet struck relentlessly. Endorser after endorser pulled their sponsorship deals. Products were taken off the shelves and made it to discount store bargain buckets. And the killer, YouTube demonetized his three channels. It seemed as though Dawson, along with Starr, who was at the time wrapped up in his own drama, were well and truly canceled. During this, a video drops. It's called Taking Accountability. In it, Dawson addresses the scandals that saw his career unravel. He starts by addressing all of the racism he put out on the internet. He goes on to dissect his badly timed, distasteful decisions. He admits his main motivation was shock value, which he claimed meant he acted in ways which wasn't true to himself. The response isn't what he had likely hoped for. The internet responds and its answer is simple. Too little, too late, real or platform. Articles spill across the pop culture landscape. The resounding question is, why? Why is he back? Why does he feel the need? I guess the answer is simple. If your subscriber count stands steady at 20 million and even your apology video has over that amount in hits, then it pays to stick around. Trickling out from Planet Dawson have been suggestions that he and Jeffree Star could collaborate again, discussing their cancellation and examining the reasons for it. His tone thus far in everything has been pretty contrite. But perhaps that's the trick. Make your apologies, leave some space, and then, quietly but determinedly return and cause a hype. The saddest thing in all of this is sometimes it can pay to be cancelled. And that check can be pretty big. This episode of Cancelled was written by Anton Ferry.